Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Oh, crap. I'm becoming that this whole time. That's not, please. <laughs> Welcome back to the Pendant Stuff Podcast. I'm Andrew. I'm Abby. And I am Jim. And guys, uh, what a week of hockey it was. Four games played between Sunday to yesterday, which is what Friday as we were recording this. Um, Penguins are looking decent. Got six points out of eight. eight. Which starting, let's start right there. We had the over under seven and a half or six and a half. Six, six and, and a half. half. Six and a half. We all went over. Yep. Penguins got six, which is under. And I wish I had put some money on that, <laughs> like I did last week, uh, two weeks ago. But you know what? It's it's all good. Um, Penguins looked really strong most of these games. Penguins with a comeback win on Sunday. Yes. Against the Jets. Really impressive. Yes. Two goals within nine seconds. Jeffrey Carter oh, and I my believe Kasperi Kapanen, right? Was the other um, goal scorer? Yep. Kapanen and Carter. Yes. Nine seconds apart. Cappy scored 6.55 left in the third. And Hellebuck had third. a brain fart and he, gave, it yeah, to, yeah. gave it to Jeffrey right there. Poor Hellebuck. And the, the fact that he put the angle that Jeffrey put that goal in was incredible. It was. I'm it, just, I'm just was, saying. I, I, mm. It was a veteran play. Yeah. It wouldn't have gone in if he didn't know what he was doing. Yeah. I mean, he, 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 went, he went to the area where he knew the puck would go. Now, he got a good bounce. He got a favorable bounce. And Hollebuck made a stupid mistake. <laughs> but Jeffrey Carter knew where to put it. Mm-hmm. And speaking of Jeffrey Carter, did you see he was extended for two I years? I saw yeah. that. Yeah, Penguins, it was last yep. yesterday. Penguins yep. agreed to team. No, it was the 26th. Days ago. Well, they announced it yesterday. Agrees the terms with Jeff Carter on a two-year contract extension. This is by the Pittsburgh Penguins from the NHL. Beautiful. Average carries an average annual value of three point one two five million. I that's am not really sure. Not a lot. I'm not sure about this thing. I'm not sure. I know we have a lot of contracts up, Why and not? I like. We have Rusty to resign. And this this smells of Malkin not coming back. Would we be? Would we be lost without him? Okay, wait. Hang, now, hang on. Before we get too crazy here, um, let's remember that for all that has been said and all of the things that we have said about Evgeny Malkin, the guy wants to be in Pittsburgh. That's true. And I think very much. I don't think that Ron Hextall does a deal like this without having an idea of what he's going to do with Gino. Whether, now, if they trade him, I think a lot of people maybe in Pittsburgh, a lot of people maybe even on the team might have an issue with that. Mm-hmm. But to get Carter under contract for two more years um, really, to me, solidifies what's going to be happening with him. And let me just say this as well, that that uh, he has, even after like uh, yesterday's game, what is the date today? The 29th? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, yesterday's game and the game against Seattle, he was flying. Look, I'm so, not saying it's so a bad the, move. So the contract hasn't, I mean, if anything, it's increased his desire to play. And Look. as I was listening to, I don't remember if it was yesterday's game or, the, or Thursday's game, but um, Bob and Steve on the, on the broadcast were saying how um, 
Jeff had said that he he wants to retire in Pittsburgh. He wants to finish his career in Pittsburgh because he feels like he has a chance to win, and he feels like he's gotten back some of that energy that he used to have in Las Vegas. Angeles. Or Los Angeles, yeah. And it started to, like, deteriorate. Well, he, was, he was having with, to carry that team. Right. There was so was much pressure, and, and there was there was no chance. Like, they were terrible. Um, and he feels like he, like, rejuvenated when he came yes. to Pittsburgh. And so mm-hmm. he likes it here. So he'll he'll – I think he'll keep playing really well for us. Yeah. I, I just I, – I don't know about that. Like, I like the, the signing, but at $3.125 million, I, I don't know. I feel like that's, that's like, not bad for veteran. And it's, it's only, it's only five mil, uh, 500000 more than he was already making at 2.636364. And I don't think well, that's bad that's for a veteran close. player. No, I guess he's making opinion. a million. He, but against the cap hit, he was making two point six. So, so, so yeah. After this, so when we when he signed this deal, um, was okay. Maybe you know this. Maybe you don't. But was um, was L A retaining any of? Yeah, he's there retaining half. Okay. So, so this is a lot we've, less. We've than had he him was now getting. for two years, a year and a half, basically for nothing. For a million dollars, yeah, yeah. So, so this, I, I don't have a problem with this. I don't think mm-hmm. there's. I mean, it's not the five million a year that Tanev was getting. No, and right. it wasn't the. Uh, it's not the. How much is Zucker making to be injured? Uh, five million. Yeah, he, it's against not that. The cap. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, I'm j- all I'm saying is that is going to make it all the more difficult to sign Rust and Malkin on the tank. Now, whether or not we're going to re-sign them, I think the one that, like I've said before, we can let go is Latang mm-hmm. because we have solid defensemen, and and he I don't he hasn't said anything about wanting to stay in Pittsburgh. Gino has. Mm-hmm. I think we got a butt ton of good defensemen. We've got good depth in our defense. I mean, when you're not you're not starting Rikula, who has proven he can play bottom. Mm-hmm. Six. And we still have Friedman. And, Friedman, Mark and then Friedman. we have a couple However, good guys. Mark Friedman in the and Ricola are up at the end of the year. But they would You sign can re sign them for cheap, yeah. Yeah. And it's yeah. So it'll be interesting. Good, 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 good contract. I think 100%. yeah, and I think we have And I, I I'm for it. I love Jeffrey Carter. You know I love Jeffrey Carter. We all yes, love we Jeff. know. Um but back to the games that we have done this week. Pardon the brain fart. We beat the Coyotes <laughs> six to three. The Coyotes made this a game until the third period. It was close. True. It was close. The Coyotes two. were looking good. Well, it was yeah. our our good friend Phil Kessel's return to Pittsburgh. Yes. Yeah. They uh, they got the first goal, and then they got the second goal to make it two to one, and then they got the third one. After that, Pittsburgh scored four unanswered mm-hmm. from Broccoli, Sidney the Kidney, Christopher, and the old man Brian Boyle. Oh, oh my god! Was an awesome, awesome goal. Was it not? Sick between the li- yeah. like it was. It was just like that in your face Arizona type goal because like yeah. it was unnecessary. We were already <laughs> winning by two, but it was just like I think he was just lovely. like screw this. I'm gonna try it. Right, because it's not it gonna kill in. you if you, if it doesn't. So uh, yeah, yeah, five goals on the season for Brian Boyle. Yeah, as oh he has not been playing every game. No, he was, he has, he was he's been playing for a nine bit. minutes, pretty yep. much a night. Yep. He's taken advantage of the opportunities that he's yeah, had. Yeah, last sure. game against Detroit, he's he played nine minutes of ice time. Last five games, he played nine, 11, 11, nine, and then 12 against Ottawa. Those are backwards from Detroit, Seattle, Arizona, Winnipeg, Ottawa. So he hasn't been playing that much. So, And in this game, the power play came to life. Oh, yeah. Went two for, Albeit against the worst penalty kill in the league. Agreed, <laughs> but sometimes you need that to get your power play rolling. Right. And I think as we saw in the other two games that that was the case. Mm-hmm. That against um, uh, against uh, Seattle and Detroit, the power play scored at least once in both of those games, didn't they? Sorry, I hit an ad on mute, accident. Mute it, mute, mute, mute it. it. I thought I did, I'm sorry. Well, Oh, mine is off. That was my bad. Oh my gosh. Yes, yes, it is. 
Anyways, what were you saying, Dad? I don't even remember. Oh, power play. Uh, the power play got rolling in uh, in those in those next two games. Yeah, uh, yeah. true. It was really, really uh, good to see and uh, bodes well. That was the one area of the Penguins game that has been lacking. Mm-hmm. And I think it was Steve who said it last night. Mm-hmm. Steve Mears. Oh, not Dangle. Okay, cool, cool, cool. I think it was Steve who said it last night during the game that the Penguins' power play is starting to click mm-hmm. now that Malkin's back. I, 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 you know, we have said in this venue that we would like to see more of maybe Erod on that first line. Steve mm-hmm. and Bob also um, said that. But but who do you take off of that front line? Malkin. Honestly, you could you take Latang off. Or you could put Malkin. Malkin clicks with Cappy, right? Put him on the second. No, I'm power play I, with Carter. Roll with Cappy no, and no, Carter. No no, 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 roll five forwards on that first power play. Take Latang off. That's true. Malkin can't play that point. And then put. Letang. He's got a wicked t- one-timer. Yeah, but he can't play defense. But put Latang. No, that's true. Put, do you think he would actually play defense if that was his job? No, you don't think so. I, I don't think who, he's good at it. Can I say something? Uh, but Latang isn't that great on it either on the power uh, play. That's you know true. who doesn't play defense? Chris Latang. This is an. I was so mad last night when Casey DeSmith made that amazing save. It was beautiful. Good heavens, let's talk about that. However, yeah, 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 yeah. it was a two on one. Latang, Gensel, Malkin on the ice, right? Mm-hmm. Two on one was playing defense, Malkin, and Latang literally just stopped skating. Gensel was rushing to get up there and block the man. Latang just stops. I was so mad. I'm like, he could have made it. If he stepped on it, he could have made it and and stopped the pass, and Casey wouldn't have had to even make a save. How long How long was he on the ice for at that point? Had he been on Not the... very long. Okay. Well, here's here's the thing. I mean, I don't disagree. I mean, you know, look... you, know my, you know me and Latang uh, kind of have a love-hate relationship. When he, goes, when he goes in to play offensively, I... Tell him get back and play defense, and then when he scores, I'm like, "Good job, good job." Um, so you know, it's it's kind of feast or famine with Chris. But mm-hmm. the point that that I think we're we're trying to make is this: I, I think you have to have at least one defenseman on that first line, and yeah. being a power play. Latang think... is the obvious choice. Mm-hmm. Or, or Dumoulin. Dumoulin would be a good guy to have back there, too. But he doesn't shoot a lot. No. And uh, yeah. if he got stuck and let's be real. deep, he Dumoulin, wouldn't be able to shoot. Chris Latang doesn't do the penalty kill, I don't think, does he? Yes. No. Oh, he does? So he's playing. Yeah, he, he's. Power play he's penalty kill. Short even hand, strength. Even yeah, strength, he's, yeah. He's, he's. Yeah. Okay, well, Brian Dumoulin, he plays more defense than Latang. Yes. And I think he needs, when we're on the power play, that two minutes to rest up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I would still take Latang. But I'm, I'm thinking, I'm thinking, uh, I'm excited to see that the power play is coming back to life. And mm-hmm. I love to see those power play numbers because you're going to need that in the playoffs. You are going to need yeah. to have a decent power play come playoff time or else you're not going to win. It's true. Uh, that's kind of what was kind of our – we had so many power play chances last two years uh, that we didn't take advantage of, mm-hmm. and it's – yeah, it's good to see. Yep. And you, you talk about peaking early, Andrew. I, I, I don't mind the team peaking early. If the power play comes to life at the right time, then let's roll into those playoffs yeah. with the best power yeah. play in the league. Yeah, and we're number one in the league right now as of this very moment. Saturday the 29th at 12 or 2.12. In what? Central time. In Metro. First place in the Metro. Oh, okay. Carolina also has four games in hand. Yeah. But But Dad made the point earlier that we still have four games to play against Carolina. True. Right. So if we win... We're fourth in the league too, by the way. If we win those four games, then those four games in hand are irrelevant. Yep. Very true. Yeah. True, true, true. So, uh, well, back on this. Here we go. Uh, back on the re-signing of Christopher Letang. <laughs> I just I was reading an article by Michelle Graciolo. 
Okay. Penn's team, Penguins team reporter. Oh. Uh, about <laughs> Christopher Letang's 900th game for Pittsburgh. Mm. Only the fourth player to do so behind Crosby, Malkin, and Lemieux. And uh, it says, quote from Mike Sullivan, he says, I know he loves being a Penguin. He loves to win. I think his legacy here speaks for itself. But what impresses me about him is just his desire for more. He's not satisfied, yada, yada, yada. Uh, and that's what I've really grown to admire about our core group here, Tanger being one of them. And then it, j- it sounds like he doesn't want to leave Pittsburgh. Okay. So well, at least Sully doesn't want him to leave Pittsburgh. <laughs> yes. Yes. Neither does Kapanen. So. Well, I'm. Kapanen says I think he's one of the most underrated defensemen out there. Hmm. Which is an interesting take. That is interesting. But yeah. I don't think he's underrated as a defenseman. I don't think he's a very, like, precise True. defenseman. But he's a very offensive defenseman, which some people go for that. Some people don't. He's a good player, yeah, two-way player. But as a defenseman, I wouldn't say he's yeah. underrated. I think looking at the at the the salary cap and the current people who are under contract for next year, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven. We only have eleven guys under contract for next year. Uh, I think if you bring them back, you bring Latang back at like five million for a couple of years, mm-hmm. and you bring Gino back at like seven. Seven six point five, make them take a, uh, make them take like a two million dollar pay cut each, and then you can put that either towards Brian Rust unless Brian comes back on like a team friendly deal like yep. four million yeah because he's currently making three point five, and then you can put that towards DeSmith or Heinen or other Cappy, all those guys I would like to see back. Ruedel will probably take another minimum deal like he usually does. Ruedel loves this team. It's true. Well, his dad played for this team. Mm. Yeah, and then. You could probably bring back Yusuf Rikula, maybe. And then just, just fill guys with minimum contracts in the offseason. Right. I mean, you still have O'Connor, who will probably make the jump next year, like, full-time, playing mm. every night. Honestly, yeah. If we don't – is we Boyle have up this year? Is Boyle up this year? Yeah. Boyle if we up, let Boyle, Boyle go, he could take that he might, he bottom line center. He probably would retire at the end of this year, probably. But then you got O'Connor, you got Zahorna, you got Angelo, all guys who you probably can resign, And then uh, minimum deals – make him play on a two-way even mm-hmm. and stay up in, you know. So it's not like we don't have guys in the AHL. In the system. I mean, honestly, Alex Nylander. Yeah. He couldn't make the jump next year. I was watching a Toronto game the other day, and someone called Willie Nylander, Alex Nylander, the announcer guy did. And I was like, that's really funny because that's, <laughs> that's not Alex. Was it the announcer for That's not Alex. No, it was the announcer for okay. Anaheim. But Anaheim lost that game. Unfortunately, oh, that's I sad. do not like the leaves. But it was in a it was in a shootout, and oh, the okay. leaves are stacked as far as shootouts go. So okay. well, Anaheim wh- really didn't stand a chance. What do you think was the best game for the Penguins this year? This week, not this year. This year, <laughs> pardon. Oh man, I think the Winnipeg game. Yeah, I think they I think they uh, stuck in it. Um, you know, they got down by two, but they didn't stop. They didn't quit they didn't give up they just um they just kept kept pounding away and eventually they were able to tie that game up um and and it came so fast yeah i think i think that is what kind of blew winnipeg out uh Mm -hmm. and then and then the uh Sydney coming through in the shootout like he normally does. That's true. Except Just not last night. Except not against Detroit. <laughs> no, yeah. no, yeah. Yeah. So So but yeah, I I would say Winnipeg. Yeah. Would would you agree? I liked the Arizona game a lot. It it made me nervous because we don't often play well from behind. But it made me happy to see that we didn't give up because sometimes we do just slow down when we're losing. Um, but we didn't, and then we came back and we scored four unanswered, and it was just beautiful third period. In all us. in all honesty, I think we tend to give up more when we get down like by two or three. Right. And that never happened in this game. That's true. But and I do. I did 
they didn't stop playing with urgency, you know? Right. Like, the whole time. I didn't see them let up at all. Right. Which was good to see because sometimes, even when we're down by one, we can just sort of, like, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. play a little less. Like, we start with urgency, you know? Right. But then it's just, like, is it going to happen? Are we going to score? And then it just kind of. Sure. I'm, I'm, I'm going to say the Red Wings game. Take us out. Because I only watched a little bit. But from what I what I saw and the stats of that game. It was it was a good team game. S- not great defensively because they did have 32 shots. You know, uh, but we let in hits, we let in blocks. Uh, we did score yes, on the power play. That is very Gensel true. got two goals, which was nice to see again. He had been kind of down. And mostly because of Casey DeSmith. Mm-hmm. Yes. Oh, yeah, I, yeah and I was going to bring that up. He stopped 30 of 30. I was going to bring that up because um, 30 of 32, he had two goals against. Yeah, so he saved 30 of 32 goals. Oh, oh that's right. That's right. I'm yeah. sorry. The I'm other, sorry. They yeah, won in the I shootout, can, yeah. I can do math. Um, <laughs> yeah, and in the shootout, he was just phenomenal. He had that huge save. We already talked about it. In overtime. In overtime. He had two big saves. Save he of had the two save big of the, saves. No, but that one, the save glove of, on, Save of the year. Possibly. Save of the on year. Dylan on, Larkin. Was it Dylan Larkin who it shot that? It was Dylan Larkin. Yeah. It was. It was one of the big guys. Yeah, and he can shoot the puck fast. Uh, yeah, kind of. Yeah, kind of. Dylan Dylan Larkin's pretty good player. Yeah. One with one with thank you. Um, but yeah, I I think Casey I, and I was going to mention Casey DeSmith. I I I am very thankful that he got. When I heard Casey was starting that game, I thought, why didn't you start him against Seattle? Because Seattle's not a, as good a team as Detroit. I don't think. Um, but. They didn't. They started Jari against Seattle, and then Tristan against uh, Casey against or Casey against Jari Tristan. Yeah, that's the same person. Boo. It's okay. Um, Casey against uh, the Red Wings, and to see him do as well as he did, and not just in the overtime, he had a couple of ten bell saves during the regular mm-hmm. or during during um, regulation as well. Yeah. Uh, it was good to see, and I hope I hope he keeps that momentum going throughout the rest of the year. Yeah, he was yeah. most definitely playing for his for his job last yeah. night. Yeah, and I think he is a good player. We've seen it before. He's proven. I think this is just a slump. Yeah, that he's in. He could be he going through things like in his personal life too. Like also, what if? And we, I, we, I mentioned that last last right. week. Right. Yeah, and he could have been. He could have had COVID. Because that does things right. to people. I don't know. Was he ever on the COVID list? Yes. I feel like he was, yeah. It, they could be it, too. Yep. Because when people get COVID, especially athletes, saw it in the NFL, Cam Newton, mm-hmm. after he got COVID, never was the same. He, right. The same you don't have the same amount of energy. Yeah. And it, uh, guys in the NBA talk about, I think it's Jason Tatum for the Boston Celtics. Okay. He has to use an inhaler now because it affected his lungs badly. Wow. And so when you're an athlete and you have that, you can't perform. It's rough. Well. Let's take a break. And future us will... Deal with it. We wanted to let you know about a fantastic opportunity that you have to support us as a podcast. And yes. As, as listeners of said podcast. If you enjoy what you hear on the Pens and Stuff podcast, consider visiting our Patreon page, which is patreon.com forward slash pens and stuff podcast what and no you way. can find out how you can support this podcast for as little as five dollars a month. month and when you support us you there get our perks it, you get perks you get perks. exclusive perks like early access to episodes behind the scenes videos you may even be able to join in our prediction race send in your predictions and have a chance to win some stopes rewards it's true wouldn't that be cool in fact Jim right now is taking a behind the scenes video. What? That will be no up way. there. Get out of town. Say hi guys. Hi, hi guys. Hi future hi. Patreons who are listening to this ad and who are watching this video right now. What? Yeah. Wow. So go ahead and awesome. hop on over to Patreon. And yes, we really are that ugly. I'm just letting yeah. you know. I'm so sorry. Now you're now you're now you're ruined by you know your 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 <laughs> dreams of Sexy man made of Andrews. <laughs> Ruined, guys. <laughs> anyway, okay. go over to patreon.com forward slash pens and stuff podcast, and you will be able to find out how you can support us. Little as $5 a month. And you get to hang out with us and 
So fun. Hand over there. So Head fun. over there. And now, back to the episode. Because that's what you're really here for. All right. So the week coming up, two games. One game for the Penguins. One. Well, no, two games because no, we got a game on we Sunday. We have Sunday game. Oh, Sunday and we Tuesday. have Sunday game. We do talk about Sunday games. Don't we, we have yes, Sunday we game. Do. I forgot about that. And we're missing Barbie Gold song. But we also have the All Star <laughs> break, so I think yes. it would be fun. Oh yes, it would be fun to do a little predictions. All Star Preds. Those are my fave. All Star Preds. <laughs> so the, there's a bracket for the All Star game. We have three games. We have East versus Atlantic. Nope, Atlantic versus Metro. There's no East and West anymore. Right. And then you have. Pacific, Pacific versus and Central. Central, and then the winner of those play for a Honda car. Because Honda that. is the official vehicle of the NHL. So before we get and to our predictions. The official vehicle of the Penn Stuff Podcast. But just, no. you, just so you know, we are real hockey fans because we have two Hondas. We do, so our family does. There you go. Get around. Two Hondas. Two Hondas. We do have two Hondas. I forgot about that. We do. All right. So getting into that, okay. let's do our little predictions before we do the predictions. All right. Okay, hang on. So I think I gotta pop up we have this game on our phones. The roster. And it is called... Uh, Tops NHL Skates. Top NHL Skates. It's 22. really fun. And I think it would be fun to wager some cards No. on this bet. <laughs> I don't like that. So winner, winner of this bet gets to trade a basic number one for whichever card you put on the line. Let's get into it. Same rules as predictions. Okay. Closest score gets an extra point. We'll say closest score this time. Closest score gets an extra point. What if we're both, like, within a goal? Where's the roster? Then we'll both get an extra point. You know, like... Okay. The the one that's closest, if you both have the same points, the same points, put it on. So, we have Atlantic against the Metro, Central Pacific. Let's start Central Pacific. Abby, what do you think... Which Who wins? Team? Which team wins? Which one moves on to win, try and win the Honda card, car? And what's the score of that game? Go. They usually score pretty high, right? Very high, yeah. <laughs> well, they they only play one like a fifteen minute period, right? Honestly, no. I think there's two. I think they just have two periods. Like ten minute periods. Ten right? minute periods, I think, is what it is. Okay. Um. I I mean, they're all-stars, so it's like it could go anyway, you know. But the Pacific Division, like, as far as pure goal scoring, the only real pure goal scorers they have, in my opinion, are Dreisaitl and McDavid. And then maybe Johnny Hockey. Those three. But then you look at the Central. You got Nazem Kadri. You got Kirill Kaprizov, Nathan McKinnon, Kale McCarr. Like, those are all. Kyle Connor. I think the Central will come out on top, and I'm going to say 7-5. to five. Okay. I'm going to disagree with that. Okay. I, it is hard to bet against McDavid, though. I look at, especially in a three-on-three. Three, yeah. With with Dreisaitl and McDavid, I'm looking at some of these guys. Um, got Mark Stone, Johnny Goudreau, um, Kempe from the yeah, I, I, I'm I'm gonna take the Pacific, and I'm gonna say, eight three, no eight four. Because there's a lot of firepower on that central too. Oh yeah. Kyle Connor, DeBrinket. You got Joe Pavelski. Kaprizov. Yeah. McKinnon, Pavelski, Makar. Yeah, I I have to go central. There's only one defenseman on mm. these teams. Yeah, isn't that? Ridiculous. That is ridiculous. Actually, I, I, I'm going down to goaltending. Okay, C- Central has Cam Talbot and UC Saros, both really good goaltenders. I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna mm-hmm. bash them for that. But then you go down and Gibson and Demko. That's true. Mm-hmm. Okay, UC Saros is good. Cam Talbot this year is an aberration. Agreed. To be to an All Star game. I mean, you've been in the, like you're like in your 30s, and this is your first All Star game. Yep. But then you have Demko and Gibson. Gibson is elite, honestly top three goal goaltender in the league. Yes. consistently on a consistent basis. Well, he's he's in the top. Playing on an Anaheim I team, think putting he's up in those the top numbers too. Three or four goaltenders in the league right now. Oh, 
Oh, for sure. Yeah. Easily. And then Thatcher Demko, he's been around. He's been decent. Mm-hmm. UC Saros is still young. So I'm going to go, and I know this this seems like too much like thought into an all-star game, but I'm, I'm going to go Pacific, and I'm going to go the score will be 9-2-5 okay. Pacific. Goaltending comes out on top with Gibson and Demko. It's hard to say goaltending coming out on top with a score of nine to five, but but in an all star in an all star game, yeah. game five, nine to five is decent. Well, um, three on three too. Yeah, mm-hmm. Metro Division versus Atlantic Division. Dad, Jim, go. Oh, I get to go first. Um. All right. Well, looking at the, I don't think you can go goaltending with this, with these two teams. No. Because no. you've got Vasilevsky and yeah. Campbell, and you've got Jari and Anderson in the, yeah. in the Who, Metro. Fun fact, looking at the stats, they're like for all a the later top topic, four. they are the top four goaltenders in the league. Mm-hmm. Yeah. With Statistically. Save, most of them, yeah. Yeah. I, I think I Gibson think, may be pushing up in there, and the goals against, I think. I are. think that um, – gosh, you know, you, you have – tough it is tough I think that shoot I, I I would like to pick the Metro but I I'm gonna go Atlantic Atlantic okay I, I'm sorry uh, I just think in this format the the guys on this team now if I'm wrong I'll be more than happy to be wrong yeah but I think in in this format, I think the guys on the Atlantic Division are probably going to run up a score on the Metro, and I think the final score will probably be something like nine to nine to three or four. Is because Vasilevsky, I don't think is going to give up maybe maybe one goal, and I don't think Jack Campbell's going to give up more than two goals. So I'm going to say three. Is each goal is three. each team? member like each player gonna get a car or is it like the it's is the, it the selected the MVP, mvp the mvp right. of okay. the team gets the car because uh crosby won that a couple of years ago yep. yeah and he gave it Abby. to uh, i'm gonna say a worker at pbg i'm gonna say the metro metro because you can't you can't bet against like you got like these guys i look at them i look at both of these teams right and i don't know i just feel like because the atlantic does have matthews and Huberto, who's an elite passer, like playmaker. So yeah, and Bergeron. And then Stamkos and Bergeron, and, right? And Larkin. My boy and Larkin. Patrice. But like I don't know. I just see these guys on the on the Metro and I see them as so much like there's so much sniping, you know? Like you got Chris Kreider, Jake Gensel, Sebastian Ajo, and then you got Ovechkin and Giroux. Giroux's, Giroux's a, a playmaker. Yeah, playmaker. And so, like... And so is Jacqueline, honestly. Jacqueline Hughes. Jack Hughes. And then, I don't know. I just... And I don't see, like, they have Adam Fox, Adam Pellick, and Zach Rowinski. So, if you've got D-Man, too, like, they're not going to want to give up goals, and right? Fox so, and Rowinski are solid offensive defensemen. Right. Okay, since, since, since we are Metro... Biased. Biased. What do you think the pairings are going to be with these six forwards. I think Sebastian Ajo. Well, okay, Claude Giroux <laughs> centers the first line with Kreider and probably Fox. Then, I would love then to Jack see. Then Jack Hughes, or Sebastian Ajo, Jake Gensel. Did you just say Sebastian Ajo was on the first one? No, I said Claude Giroux. Claude Giroux with Kreider? Ovechkin. Oh, no, Giroux, Giroux Ovechkin, Orensky. I would love to see and, Jake. And then Hughes, Fox, Hughes and Kreider? Uh, Ajo, Gensel. With Wierenski and then Pellick, uh, Kreider, and I would, yeah, I would love to see Jake paired with Ovechkin. Do you know how amazing that would be? Okay, but who's taking the faceoffs? That's true. But <laughs> still. No, but I think still. it would be dope to see as well. <laughs> Honestly, so I think great. in the All-Star game, they switch up the lines quite often. Like yeah. everyone I think it everyone. would be cool to just... You know, it's just gonna be it's gonna be so fun to watch. Yeah. I love All-Star cool. games. I, I'm I'm taking the Metro too. Score. So it's kind of low scoring probably, okay. but the goaltending, yeah, like the, you said, is insane. Yeah, I think the Metro will come out on top. I think uh, – I don't know. I think they're younger. Well, actually, I can't say that because Suzuki get, and Kachuk and – And then you got Ovi and Giroux. And Don, so the, yeah. the median age yeah. is probably 
about the same. Still yeah. in the middle. But I, I, st- I think, you know, you got a lot of guys here on the Metro that it's their first. And I, oh, for uh, skaters. And I think that they will, I don't know, I just, I just, also I'm biased. And Jake Gensel. So, yep. The Metro. <laughs> Metro. Gotta so, be. question if Jake scores a goal in the All Star game, is it half off Jake Shakes the next day? Oh, I don't probably think so. not, but that would be awesome. <laughs> but yeah, I think the measure will come out of top. I forgot to say my score as well. Uh, I think it'll be seven to six. Okay, so you pretty tight, yeah. Pretty tight. I think these are probably closer than I think the the central. Did I say the central? I say the Pacific, right? No, you, you said the Pacific. Oh, you did because you said because you agreed with me. Yeah, yeah. I think I think <laughs> the Pacific is probably the weakest in forwards. Yes. Rip, well, well, no, over, they have overall. Probably. Overall, That's I do. That's true. Because, I mean, I don't yeah. think Timu Meyer is like a elite. Or Mark Stone. I don't or think Jordan Troy Terry is yeah. elite. I don't yeah. think Stone is elite. I don't think Kempe is elite. What about Everly? I don't think Everly is elite at goal scoring. Right. They belong in the All-Star game. But not for scoring. In the current capacity that it is. Like, not the, capacity. So, the way so they like the All-Star game right now, I think those guys belong. They are the MVP of their team. Now, which which of these uh, eight forwards, two of them are going to have to play defense? Stone. And Stone will play defense. Eberle, probably. And I think Kempe or Eberle. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Same same with uh, Central. Yeah. So. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Probably, <laughs> in, all, in all honesty, probably Kairou and... To bring it, mm. I'd say Kadri, Kadri too. Can play. Yeah, I was gonna say because you already. Oh well, McKinnon's a center. Pavelski can play center. Oh, so, so you know, Kosto can to bring. You it. know, one line is gonna be, but but one line's gotta be Kadri, McKinnon, and Makar. You gotta ha- keep those guys that, together because they're gonna score all day long. Yeah, and twice on Sunday. Yeah, I I don't know. I a lot of guys don't play defense on three on three. You know, like a lot of coaches don't play. You just cycle defense on three and three. Mm, it's true. Okay. Well, it'll be fun to watch. For okay, sure. and final score since since we can't do it. Final score for the all the the championship. You want to go over not teams. You want to go over and under over under ten and a half. Oh no! For a final score, I'd over under thirteen probably. Thirteen. I think that would be the over under for the and team. A half. And then thirteen. And thirteen and a, and a half. Or twelve and a half. Twelve and a half. Twelve and a half is okay. over under. Okay. Six points per side. This for is the remember finals? this is for yeah for the finals because we're not we can't predict like who's going to win it because we don't know who's going to be there. Right. So you you want to you why don't we just why don't we just pick total number of goals that we think it'll be and then whoever comes the closest will get will get okay. the point. Okay. Total number of scores in the final? In the final. I think uh, since I haven't gone first yet, I'll go first. I think it's going to be I think 15. 15 total goals in the finals. Okay. I'm going to say... I'll say... Quiet mm, I'll say 13. 13, okay. I honestly was going to say 14, but if I say 14, then there's no way, unless it gets exactly 14, that I win. Right. Yeah. <laughs> so do you think it's going to be over or under? <laughs> That's the question. What if we tie? You know, I will go 14. Bet. Do it. I was thinking 14, but I'm like, nah, I'll do 13. So 13 for Abby, 14 for Jim, and 15 for me. And honestly, I'd probably have the Pacific coming up on top. That's what I would have, but we're not. I have the Metro coming out on top in the final versus the Troll and the Metro. I would would probably have the Pacific beating the Atlantic. I th- but I think again. I think it'll be. I think it'll be pretty against close. Vasilevsky. Mm-hmm. Mm. Have you seen okay. the way Drysaddle and McDavid pass the puck back and forth? Have you it's seen true. the rest of the offense on the Atlantic Division against John no. Gibson? Eh, that's a good point. That's a good point. Yeah. Well, we'll see. Yeah, we'll, yeah, see. Yeah, we'll, yeah, see. Yeah, yeah. we'll see. We'll see. We'll see. We'll see. We'll see. I I do want to just say one thing about Mike Kraken. Okay. They, they suck. unveiled. They unveiled. Their AH or their um, oh, yeah, minor league affiliates uniforms. They are the um, the Coachella. American League 
Hockey League's affiliate franchise in Coachella Valley and the Coachella Valley Firebirds. That is such a sick name, a sick logo. And you got to look at this. Look at these. Units. Oh, my gosh. Oh, those my not tight? goodness. Those are those oh are good looking jerseys. Those good looking jerseys. Those are lovely. If and you guys haven't seen them, go look them up. Yes, look them go up. look them up. Just uh, you can get on the Seattle Kraken uh, webpage and uh, look up. I think it, it's probably be the fifth or sixth article in their uh, news feed. Uh, is re they're oh really gosh. they're really tight those looking beauties. And uh, yeah, here's and there's a video on there of the of the jerseys. The numbers are tight too. I mean, look at look at the numbers on the back. Dang. Okay, yeah, those are good. Those are so nice. That's very well designed. Kudos, kudos to the Kraken, and uh, that's awesome. One thing I do want to mention too: the Kraken uh, is postponing uh, today's game, Saturday's game against the Islanders, for some reason, probably COVID. But that's that's yeah. happening. But fired up. NHL Kraken's AFL affiliate, the Cool Valley Firebird, unveiled a stunning jersey design. Yes. Stunning is a very good word for that. Yeah. I love that. It's cool. So predictions from last week. Um, unfortunately, me and Andrew both had kind of crappy weeks. Um, Jim, however, did not no, I didn't. have a crappy week. So the first game we predicted was January 24th, St. Louis at Calgary. We all said St. Louis would win. Calgary won that game in a 7-1 blowout. So we all got that extremely wrong. Mm, that was kind of weird. I thought It was so I weird. St. Louis I thought St. Louis would be a lot closer. St. Louis has fallen back down, I guess. You know what happened? Let me see. Here's, I want to see who started that game in net. Here's something that I, I heard happened, all right? Some of the St. Louis players before that game were saying that they did not want to come to Canada <laughs> at Justin Falk, <clears throat> and uh, and as a result, I think Calgary kind of took that personally, personally. Mm -hmm. and put it up on their bulletin board as as also uh, the Canadian teams, did start that game. The Canadian teams are used to not playing with fans in the stands, <clears throat> right? And the American teams are yeah. not, yeah. so that and could Tyler, be part of it too. Definitely. St. Louis went up; they had the lead, one nothing. Woo! Seven unanswered. Calgary scored seven unanswered. That's amazing. Okay. Anyways, moving on. Tuesday, the 25th, Nashville at Seattle. Nashville won that game. Yes, they Andrew did. said Seattle would win that game. Me and hey, you. Hey, I had faith in your boys. Said Nashville would win. But it was a mistake. Nashville did indeed win, and they won by a score of 4-2, to two, just like you predicted, my good sir. Yay! Two points so, for Jim. Two points for Jim. One point for me, though, so that was no not a total me, loss. <laughs> January 26th. That is Wednesday, Boston at Colorado. Yeah. Colorado won that game, like me and Dad predicted. Andrew got the right score with four to three. The Bruins blew a three to one lead. Yep. And They're looking like the Toronto Maple Leafs, man. Colorado won mm, that game four to three, <laughs> just like both Andrew and Jim predicted. So you get two more points. You know what? I I was I almost said overtime on that game. I was very close well, to saying overtime. Did didn't. it say over? Did it I go didn't. into overtime? It did. And it, yeah, you're boring. Anyways, for not doing that. The Detroit Pittsburgh game from last night. We all said Pittsburgh would win because we thought we could trust them. They did not win. They did not win. I did predict overtime though. You did. But it doesn't matter. Nope. Don't so matter. So none of us got anything for that one. And then the Dallas-Washington game. I actually get a <laughs> don't cry point, don't I? You guys both said yes. Washington would win. Washington won 5 to nothing. You were very close. I was so close. You were so close. 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 Dad flipping gum if my guys. Yeah. If my boys could have scored one more, you would have had two points. Man, but I anyways, that puts the current standings at Jim with 39. Andrew with 28, and me with 32. And little plug here, if you want to see these graphics that Abby makes with the predictions, really dope graphics, go check us out on Instagram at Pens and Stuff on Instagram. and Pens and Stuff Podcast. Pens and Stuff Podcast on Instagram. And if you want to join in, perhaps, go over to Patreon. Yep. You there's a part of the membership that allows you to join our predictions every week and perhaps get a little piece of that cheddar pie, you know, the little the little pool we do here we on do on of stuff podcast did i ever put any money in the pool at yeah. the beginning of the year yeah we do 10 bucks oh yeah we're gonna need to we're gonna need to up the ante on that maybe next year i feel like maybe next year yeah anyway 
I'm okay with not so, being considering broke. getting considering. into the predictions. You only say that because you're winning no, by no, no, a no. lot. But what I'm saying is considering how many weeks this goes. Yeah. It, I think it would be like maybe a, a buck a week. Yeah. Which would be, I think, in like the end. 20. 30 some bucks. Yeah. yeah. Getting into the predictions okay. for, for this, this week. week. We have Washington at Pittsburgh. On the first. We have Florida at New York. Game of the week. Rangers. That's our one of our games of the week. We have two games of the week, guys. Three. Guys. We have three games of the week. We have three games of the week this week, this guys. Because three of the games of the week. Because three, Dallas three the doesn't of the play. Weeks, this guy's game of the week. Of the week this guy's game hey, of the week. Hey, of the hey, week hey, guys. Hey, 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 I'm just rambling on. Okay. okay. What is going Seattle on? at Boston, <laughs> which is both of our team's games. Yes. And Dallas doesn't play. We have Kings at Wings, which is a really fun game to say. Kings at Wings. Kings at Wings. And then on the second. And then Edmonton at Washington. Go Edmonton. Which is also on the second. Yes. Oof. So, Washington at Pittsburgh. Since you are winning in the prediction race, Jim, you go first. Abby, you'll go second. I get the benefit of picking last. Jim, hit us up. Pittsburgh yeah. four to three. Um, oh, that's quick. Washington is a is a tough game to or as a tough team to beat. I think Washington will give us a good fight, but I think in the end the Pittsburgh Penguins will win that game four to three. You know what I'm most scared about with this game? What? I'm scared about like half of our players getting injured. Well, yeah. Because remember that game? Which game was that? Ottawa. It was the Ottawa game. Yeah, Ottawa. Where four of our guys got injured. Yep. And yeah, Ted Yak, and he won't be back for six to eight weeks. And that guy did not get – actually, that was Winnipeg that he went on. It was, was it Winnipeg? Winnipeg game. Yeah, oh, it then Winnipeg. it was the Winnipeg game. Because – and he was the only one that didn't come back. That's true. But Rust and – Boyle. Boyle and someone else. So what's McGinn, your prediction? Maybe? I'm getting there. I don't want to say Washington will win this game. I have one finger on a W, one finger on the P before I tap. Darn it. This is Pittsburgh 3-1. to one. I'm going to say it. I was just going to say, this is great radio. I'm sorry. It was such an <laughs> internal battle because every time I pit, pick Pittsburgh, they always lose. Not always. Not always. But they did just, last time. Just most of the time. The majority of the time. I am going to say, man, this is hard because Pittsburgh is playing well. They are. But guys, we're also in first. We are. And we do not oh. play well in first. But if we lose against L.A. tomorrow. And if the Rangers lose tomorrow or today. But the Canes, if the Canes win, then they'll be in first. And we will not. This is true. We have two I'm, days I'm going to say Washington. Down. I have to get back in this race, and the only way I'm going to do that is by picking what you guys don't. Okay. Also, either way, I'm happy. But I found fact. myself rooting for the the wings. Uh, the no, no. Which team was it? They were playing, and I w I picked against them, and I was rooting against them. But I'm going to say Washington had a score of three to two in OT. Just well, you, you were rooting. Uh, you were rooting for Seattle because you thought you had picked Seattle. That's it. Yes, in yeah. that game, but, but you it picked was Seattle in Nashville. the Nashville game. And the Nashville still lost one. So, moving on, Florida at the Rangers game of the week. Game of the week. Game of the week. That's going to be a good game. I think Florida wins this game five to four in overtime. I love Florida. Florida is why I don't know I just like them they just seem like a really like cool team and they're not obnoxious and <laughs> they don't have any players that I particularly don't like mm -hmm. so I'm like it's like one of my other teams you know I have like three or four of those but you know what we're gonna pick the, the Rangers for this one because I think it's a toss-up I think it could go either way I think Igor is going to come out over Babo, and he's going to win the game for him. And I think it's going to be a 2 nothing win Ooh, for scoring. New York. Okay. Low scoring because they both have pretty decent goaltenders. Okay. So, Rangers playing unbelievably well. Florida also playing unbelievably well. Facts. It's going to be such a good game. This is a, such a good one. Like top five team matchup, which is a great game. Yes. 
always. Um, and they're they're all. I mean, they're both vying for playoff positioning too. Yeah. Um, I've just got a. I've really got to hand it to the Rangers. I have supported them. I've bled for them. I've put my camp on a hill with them. But no, I'm gonna go Rangers. Well, good. I, I was looking at the schedule <laughs> and I thought I was looking at the schedule and I thought they played a back to back. They are playing a back to back. They play February first. Oh no, they don't. Florida's on the back of, end of a back to back, but I'm gonna give it to the Rangers. And I'm gonna say the score is four to one in overtime. <laughs> That's a good one. Classic, <laughs> classic, classic the original Andrew. joke. <laughs> All right, moving on to Seattle at Boston. My bees take on Dad's butt cracks, Jim's butt cracks, because he's got two of them, believe it or not. Um, Jim, outcome, <laughs> cracks at bees. We are not taking pictures of that and putting it hey, on the Patreon. Hey. I'm just saying. No, that's good. that goes to the OnlyFans. Um, the bees cracks. The bee cracks. Bee cracks. No. This is a game for the bee cracks. No. Um, Thank you. No. Go, Seattle. Um... Versus Boston at Boston. <laughs> Boston. Four to two. Boston, four to two. I'm not sure how I feel about you voting for my boys, but. How are you going to feel about me voting for your boys? Uh oh. Not great, but okay. <laughs> I'm going to say Boston comes out on top. I think they'll be able to solve Grubauer pretty easily. Um, and I'm going to say it's going to be a score of five to two. Also, totally unrelated note, but Colorado is on a nine-game win streak, and their next game is against Buffalo. Hmm. Buffalo can surprise you, though. Don't. It's true. Don't. They are an NHL team. Do not. Do not count them out. Against Seattle. Um, (laughs) Are we we forcing Andrew to pick Seattle because of his earlier comment? (laughs) (laughs) I feel like you are, but I cannot betray my Boston Bruins. I can't betray my Pittsburgh Penguins, but I can't betray my Boston Bruins. <laughs> wow. See, the difference there, though, is Boston is playing Seattle. Right. And Washington, yeah. Pittsburgh's playing Washington. Washington is actually a decent team. So I'm going to say Boston if, at a score. If, Washington, if Seattle's not a decent team, then we lost to a not decent team. So what does that make us? Yeah, exactly. A less decent team. Boston, 6-5 to five Ooh. in OT. Dang. I'm calling dumb. these OT games, wow. and I have to get them right. Otherwise, so, you only get one point for moving predicting. Moving on to the second and probably my favorite matchup of the year, Kings the at Wings. The year? Of the year. Kings at Wings. That is such a fun thing to say. What about Wings, wings at, at Kings? Kings? No, it just doesn't have the same ring to it. Okay. The Kings at Wings at Kings does not have the right wings to it. Jim, <laughs> Kings at Wings. That is so fun to say. My gosh. Um, I'm going to say Kings. <laughs> I almost wrote Kings. Um Los Angeles Kings are going to win this game, and I say it will be by a score of six to Dang. four. I just okay. put a, oh my. No goaltending in this matchup. That's understandable. Well, yeah. Who even are their goaltenders? Like, I think Detroit has Thomas Grice? Question mark. I think Grice is injured, or I think he's out for a while. And then who does LA have? They have like Quick. Oh, that's right. Jonathan Quick. He has not been great this year, though. As opposed yeah, to Igor decent. Slow. I mean, he hasn't been terrible, but he hasn't been... I know, that was bad. Sorry. Jeez, Alou. Anyways, um, I like Detroit. They're another team that I don't hate a lot, except I hate them more because they beat us yesterday. <laughs> That's not what you were saying last night. I hate Detroit. I hate <laughs> No, them. I hate Lucas Raymond, but it's fine. I'm going to say... That was a silky move. That, that was put on. so good. Um... But I am going to say Detroit's going to win this game. I think they will win it four to three. Yeah, that's it. Okay. And if it goes into overtime, I can't say I didn't consider it. So I'm going to say the Wings as well. This is is going to be a good matchup. Lots of young talent. Yeah. (laughs) Lots of young talent. I just think Detroit's younger. Hungrier. Hungrier and younger. I think Detroit. I think Detroit's got more to prove this year because of how abysmal they were last they year. They were. They the were. Kings what were also Montreal abysmal, is. Though. Let's. let's uh, that's be true. That's true. But I do think the Wings are going to win. I think it's going to be low scoring. I think it's going to be a score of two to nothing. 
and I think Grice gets a shutout, and the Kings just – because, I mean, they do have Dowdy, they have Brown, they have Kopitar, they have Quick, not quite as young as the Wings. One last one, our third game of the week. Game of the week, game of the week. <laughs> Edmonton at Washington. This one's another Capitals game. The other games are just awful. It was like Minnesota at Chicago. Uh, there was like Edmonton at Arizona, I think, something like that. It was just they were and not Edmonton's traveling a lot then. Maybe not Edmonton. Let me I don't see think it was Edmonton. Who was it at Arizona? Calgary at Calgary Arizona. Calgary at Arizona. Oh, okay. Boring. Edmonton at Washington, though. So That's <laughs> what we're predicting. Yeah. Why would I think it was Edmonton at Arizona? Jeez, Lou. And then they're Seattle. playing two games in and one day. One of the worst, the one of the worst games matchups ever. Seattle at New York Islanders. Golly jeepers. That's going to be a really boring game. Everly's return to Washington though. Or there you New go. York. Yep. Story Maybe line. he'll pop off, just like Jared McCann did against us. I am going to pick. You're salty about that. I am salty about we that. We didn't want him though, so. I am going. That's to what pick he said. That's what she Edmonton said. in this game. And I'm going to say that the score is going to be 4-3 in OT. Why do you keep predicting OTs, old man? I'm predicting OTs, too. That's only the second OT I predicted. No, that's true. Abby. Sorry, I didn't mean to call you an old man. You did, though. (laughs) My bad. Some people's kids. My B. (sighs) Okay, let's see. I'm trying to calculate in my head. Who's Edmonton's goaltender? Mike Smith. We need to insert like typewriter sounds or. Ding. Okay. <laughs> um, I don't know. I don't know because this Jeopardy is this is gonna song. be a pretty even matchup. I I do think. Can you Well, now I'm not gonna say it. Oh come on! Lord have mercy. You're rude. Okay, I do think, though, I don't know. Well, while she's thinking, I'll do mine. Okay, do yours. No, that's not fair. Go. Okay, okay then. Calm down, biddy. Did you just call me a biddy? I said buddy. That's rude. Okay. You it pe- goes against everything I believe. I'm going to say Washington's going to win this stupid game. But I think it's going to be close. I think it'll be two to one. Um... I've picked pretty much the same as Abby all the way down. I have two again that's different than Dad. We all have one that's the same. So I'm going to go Edmonton. Just bomb that basis fact alone. Make the graphic look nice. There, there you go. go. Um, <laughs> because that's important. That is It is important. important. I don't like it when we important. when we all choose the same one. There was one week where like there was only one game where we all picked different. Yeah. Every other game we agreed on it. I think Edmonton's going to win by a score of, oh, let's go crazy with it, 5-2. to two. That's not really that crazy. Obi scores then. two and just can't beat Connor McDavid and Leon Dreisaitl, which is understandable. Okay. So that is the predictions. If you want to go look at our graphic, it's at Pens and Stuff Podcast and don't, on Instagram. Don't at me because it's not usually very regularly that I post. So just forgive us. We all have other jobs. We have. <laughs> um, and yeah, one more thing before we close. Um, there is the. The NHL does these little updates or whatever, like Trophy Tracker. They released oh, one yeah. oh, about the so Vesna. And it very much, if uh, lack of a better word, pissed me off. Oof. Um, if I can find it, let me look it up real quick. Uh, okay, here it is. Halfway point of the regular season, Brian Compton. And it was voted on by the editors at the uh, NHL.com. NHL.com, yeah, I think is what it is. Um, but here we go. These are the guys they have at fr- on front of them. Igor Shashurkin, the Rangers. Is he an all-star? I don't think so. He had four place votes, four first-place votes. And then Vasilevsky came in second. Crap, right? Jack Campbell, 40, 45, first, uh, two first-place votes. Freddie Anderson, three-place votes. UC Saros got three first place votes. Tristan Jari. So those guys all had uh, uh, over 30 points. Tristan Jari had 16 points in the voting combine. The points were awarded on 5 4 3 2 1 basis. Okay. And then other guys who received votes were Markstrom, Demko, and Bob Bobrovsky. And now I go to the stats, all right? I'm looking at the stats, okay? Wins are pretty important as a goaltender, right? Jari sits fourth in the league and wins 
in 23 wins, just behind UC Stars, well, tied with UC Stars and Freddie Anderson, just below Vasilevsky with 24. Take into account that UC Soros is playing on a mediocre Nashville team, and Carolina and Tampa Bay have really good stars. Okay? Save percentage. Jari is fourth in the league in save percentage, just behind Soros, Anderson, and Shashorkin. Okay? Goals against average. He is third in the league behind Shashorkin and Anderson. Now, who was, who, who was first in the, uh, second in the list? Andre Vasilevsky. Andre Vasilevsky. He's first in the league and wins, just one behind Anderson, Saros, and Jari, okay? So Shurkin only has 20, but he's played a lot less games. Goals against average. But uh, Vasilevsky's fourth in the league. Save percentage. He's ninth in the league in save percentage. Tampa gives up a lot of shots. The thing is... Well, no, they don't give up a lot of shots. Yes, yeah, the thing is, you have to be... Like, he's not top top five. Jari's top five in every single category. Oh, but Andrew, he just won two back-to-back Stanley Cup titles. That's, you have to update your resume. This 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 isn't like a lifetime yeah, achievement, best goaltender award. It's this irrelevant. This season, mm-hmm. you have one less win than Andre Vasilevsky. You have a way better save percentage at 2,926 as opposed to a 922. That's not way better, but still. And then goals against, Jari's at a 2.11, and Vazzy's at a 2.22. 0.11 is difference. I'm just saying. Yeah, That's all I'm saying. Jari has three shutouts. Vazzy has two. Okay, great. Penalty minutes. Let's see who leads the... Robin Leonard has the most penalty minutes among goaltenders. Jari's second. Shocking. (laughs) That makes sense. Robin Leonard is a butt. But that frustrated me. Like, penalty minutes taken? Yeah. Jari tripped a guy. Jari has six. He's Lina interfered. He's interfered and he's tripped someone. Yeah. And but, maybe like but looking someone. at this, okay. He didn't check anybody. Yes. Sashurkin deserves to be top three in voting. Jack yes. Campbell, sure. Okay. Eh. Anderson, definitely. Soros, sure. Jari deserves to be have a lot more first place votes than just or more points than just sixteen votes, right? Yeah. One would think. You would you would hope he I I think he deserves it over Veselevsky, okay? So there are six and Soros. There are sixteen different writers that, that I'm not sure who voted. Because there were sixteen this. first place votes. Okay, then yeah, there must be sixteen writers who voted on this. Jari didn't get one first place vote. No. No. Which is ridiculous. But to be fair, he could have gotten like two four uh, second like place second votes. place votes. He needs to be a finalist, okay? I don't care if he wins this. Because honestly, unless he goes pops off, like Anderson probably deserves it more. Soros could deserve it more, and, and Shurkin can yeah. deserve it more. Vasilevsky does not deserve this award. I know not this it, year. I know but what he it is. Probably will win. I know what it is. What? It's the color of our uniforms. There's no blue in it. There's no Shurkin, blue. Vasilevsky, blue. Campbell, blue. True. Carolina, Soros they have those Hartford Whaler ones. Soros has blues too. Yep. There well, technically, go. the Penguins have a blue uni too. They have the baby but blue. But we don't uni. wear yeah, it. It's not dark blue. Anyway, that really That's frustrated me. And I know these riders are stupid. They didn't even have Jari making the All Star game. Jari made the All Star game. Okay, but this is different because this award is not fan voted on. Mm-hmm. And what else? Um, I saw a tracker for the Jack Adams Award the other day. And. Um, <laughs> Uh, I don't know who put it out, but they had Sully at the top. Yeah. yeah. This was put out on Monday by John Lane, NHL.com staff writer. Mike Sullivan deserved to be a finalist at least two years of his years with the Penguins. But he has, yeah, he got seven first place votes. Well, you think of the, the job next that one, he's done. Yeah, the next one is Gerard Gallant with one. What team does he? He's the Rangers. Gallant. Oh, that would make sense. They're doing I really well. I think he was, well, he was, he think he coached, was he the Vegas coach at the beginning? Was he? Yes. Okay. That's what I thought. Mm. Well, yeah. He's so, got a funny nose. <laughs> Penguins deserve a few awards this year, in my opinion, Jack Adams and Vesna. We'll see. We'll see what happens. Yeah. That'll be interesting. Stay tuned to hear our rants about that. In the meantime... Check us out 
on until next time check us out on the instagram at patreon at oh pens and stuff podcast on twitter at pen stuff you can email us at penguin stuff official we don't check at gmail.com we don't check that often. i check it every day we don't check that often but if you want to get in touch with us sooner join our patreon and you'll be able to email us at a patreon only email Bingo. Can't say it on the podcast. Bingo, 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 bingo. But go. But you got to support us first and then Patreon. And you'll be able to email us and we'll check that every day. Yes. Okay. Check us out. Listen to us anywhere you can get the podcasts on the Apple's podcast, on the Spotify, on Stitcher, on what's that one? I can't remember it ever. Reason.fm. Anywhere you get your podcasts, we're there. We're all over. Google Podcasts, even. Yeah, I check us out. Be sure to rate and review us as well because that helps us get up to the top. So if you could leave us a even just a rating, a review would be awesome. As long as it's nice. Yeah, make because it nice, please. mean reviews might make us sad. And then we will be too depressed to be able to do the podcast. And that would be unfortunate. Which is probably your goal because you what a, bad a review. bunch of snowflakes i'm just kidding hey. but also We're yes boomers. rate and review us so that we can get more people listening and yeah we can make more of these on a regular basis that would be great and totally unrelated news tom brady's retiring from the nfl thank the lord almighty anyway until next time i'm andrew i'm jim and i'm abby let's go pens let's go pens let's go